It's your boy Little Bleach back in this bitch, and today we're going to be talking about the Astro World Crowd Crush. Uh, all this info is from Wikipedia, by the way, um, which uh, y'all should know this shit by now, I guess. But anyways, uh, on November 5th, 2021, a crowd crush occurred during the first night of Astro World Festival, a music event founded by the American rapper Travis Scott. The event was held at the NRG Park in Houston, Texas. Nine people died, including eight on the night of the concert. A ninth critically injured concert goer died on November 10th. The cases of deaths are under investigation as of November 6, 2021. Of the 12 other spectators still hospitalized, two were in criti- critical condition, more than 300. Um... More than 300 people were treated for injuries at the festival's field hospital. Multiple concert goers documented the incident, posting videos and recounting their experiences on social media. Um, the Astroworld Festival is an annual music event founded by American rapper and hip-hop songwriter Travis Scott in 2018, taking its name from his third album. The event was organized and managed by Live Nation, and its affiliates, Apple Music's Stream Scott's Performance Live. The 2021 festival is planned for two consecutive nights. Tickets were sold out in under an hour upon going on sale in May. And 100,000 in total were expected to attend. Authorities initially planned to limit attendees to 70,000 the first night. And that was reduced to 50,000 closer to the event through... City fire codes permitted 200,000 people. Uh, the city of Houston and Harris County organized security for the event with Mayor Sylvester Turner, saying that the city provided more security for the festival than it had in the 2021 World Series, which had ended in Houston three days later. So, so that that's kind of interesting um, because... Um, like, from what they've said is, like, it was understaffed, but now that, like, it's, like, the World Series had so many people, so maybe it wasn't so much the security as just, like, you know, I don't know exactly, like, how how the concert was set up, you know, like, the actual layout of the show. Um, event operations plan included... Eventualities such as death, traumatic injury, severe weather, an active shooter, civil unrest, lost persons, missing children, unruly fans, but not contingencies for a surging crowd or mosh pit safety. At the time of the incident, the head of risk management for the security personal, security director, interior and exterior security directors in the company they all work for were not listed in the Texas Department of Public Safety's private security license database. In a document obtained by CNN, the chain of the command indicated that the concert's executive producer and its festival's director were the only persons authorized to stop the concert, but the report didn't specify who held these those roles, specific crowd controls, techniques to spot or prevent problematic behavior were not detailed in the document. Fire marshals forced an adjustment of the pyrotechnics as they did not match the organizer's original submission. 
Um, the fire, the Houston Police Department had 528 officers at the festival, including 367 for the night staff and 161 held over the day. And the early reporting indicated the event organizer of Live Nation provided another 755 security officers. Uh, Houston Police Chief Troy Fiener uh, disputed the latter total given the poor credit keeping from three to four security companies. Early reporting indicated the Houston Fire Department stationed 20 ambulances outside the venue ahead of the concert, but Union President Marty Lacton disputed that total, saying there were no personal inside the venue as it was owned by the county, and they only had four staff on the standby outside. The paramedical... Paramedical needs were covered by Paradox Worldwide, a contractor from Brooklyn, New York, which established a main medical tent and smaller aid stations around the venue. Previous incidents. Uh, Travis Scott. Scott's previous performances experienced a number of legal uh, issues, including his incitement of incidents and praising fans for participation CNN notes he built his reputation in hip-hop as a rager with a live show that teetered on the brink of chaos. At Wallapalooza in 2015, Scott was charged with disorderly contact after inciting concertgoers to ignore security and rush the stage. In 2017, he was arrested for a similar conduct after a performance in Arkansas and was charged with inciting a riot. Disorderly conduct and endangering the welfare of a minor. All through all charges, but disorderly conduct were later dismissed. The same year, a fan sued Scott and the organizers of a concert at Terminal 5 in New York City after falling from a third level of a balcony and being dragged on stage, leaving the fan paralyzed from from injuries sustained in the fall. Um, with the lawsuit blaming the fall on a, a crowd surge. At the same concert, Scott was recorded encouraging other fans to jump off balconies, claiming that the crowd that the crowd beneath them would catch them. In 2019, three people were injured as a crowd rushed to enter the compound at Astroworld. Now, this one is like fucking, like, out of all these, like, deaths and stuff I, I gotta like really admit Travis Scott was definitely in the wrong with this one which I think most of these were like you know part of his but like just like telling your fucking I don't know any uh, telling your fan base that it's okay to jump from like the third story balcony and that the other fans will catch them and then just hoping for the best is pretty uh immature to say the least like so it's pretty much like Risking it all, you know what I mean? But on November 8th, TMZ reported a promotional video for Astroworld, which played up the apparent danger in attending the festival with special spliced news clips hyping the prior year's chaos that had been removed from their social media accounts except for Instagram. Photos on Scott's personal Instagram with his comments clarifying and glamorizing fans that had broken their hand or passed out had still not been taken down. The outlet editorialized in both cases that Scott's Rager persona and the Astral brand that supported it had caught up with them. Playboy Cardi. Less than two weeks at an earlier same venue, 
similar circumstance occurred at a Playboy, Playboy Cardi concert on October 23rd, causing it to be canceled. Pictures and videos shared on social media showed split metal detectors, rushing of checkpoints, fans on top of cars, and at least one witness statement to the press indicating an ambulance was called for someone that had been trampled. But as of November 11th, no details regarding that allegation had been released. Contractors. Before the, the concert began, both Paradox Worldwide and Event Security Contractor Contemporary Services Oh my god, fucking, anyways, fuck, dude, I just, god damn, I get so tired of that shit. At least one fucking witness, fucking girl's just like blowing my shit up as soon as I do this shit. I just, I can't fucking deal with it, like, it's so annoying. Anyways, before the concert began, both Paradox... Worldwide, an event security contractor, Contemporary Services Corporation, were the subject of multiple recent or ongoing lawsuits seeking damages for deaths and injuries at concerts staffed by the, their personnel. Live Na Nation had also been cited for at least 10 OSHA violations, fined for several more serious incidents, and sued civilly at least one in a concert one in-concert incidents from 2016 to 2019. Darius William, former hire for CSC, claimed to TMZ that his Level 2 Security Officer licensing exam he took that the day before he was brief and open book with answers given by the instructor. He said that he quit the day of event upon realizing there was they were understaffed and not equipped to handle the crowds with several co-workers he spoke with voicing the same concerns. Incident. The build-up. At approximately 7.30, the two main thoroughfares outside the NRG park were blocked off by Houston police in an attempt to avoid property destruction and the stampede like those that had occurred at, in 2018 and 2019. At roughly 9.30 a.m., both Houston Fire Department Ass Assistant Chief an event emergency designee, Michelle McLeod's request for a pre-partially dry run of NRG and the radios were denied by event organizers. The later supplemented or supplanted, SUP supplanted with only a cell phone. Supplemented. I, I don't know if that's what it is, which Scoremore's LSC's up. Other own plans indicated would be slow and unreliable due to extra tra network traffic. Within an hour, the venue opening at 1 p.m., staff lost control of the perimeter with, with per participants breaching the checkpoints and at one individually using bolt cutters to enter through the barricade. By 2 p.m., most of the venue's perimeter had completely broken down. As hundreds of fans surged through the barricades, knocking over metal detectors at the VIP entrance and trampling several attendees. At least one person was injured and several were detained, while 100,000 tickets to the event were sold for both nights 
and plans indicate a limit of 50,000 for Scott's concert specifically, the actual number of attendees is unknown. Since many non-ticket holders streamed in after the branch, she Fender knew Scott personally and spoke with him before the show to share his concerns about concert safety. Fenner later described the, the conversation as brief and respectful and said he was convened that his current to Scott's head of security. He asked Scott's entire team to work with police, given it was a challenging time with social unrest and the COVID-19 pandemic. Fenner told reporters uh, on November 10th that he didn't know Scott well and he had only met him twice. And AMT said that after dealing with an expected influx of people seeking medical help for overdoses that started early at 3.15 p.m. The medical staff gradually became overwhelmed with traumatic injuries by 8.15 to the point they had to stop documenting patients and start triage after running out of medical equipment and Naxalin or Naxalin uh, which is a drug used to treat uh opiate overdoses, which basically just revives people that OD. Um, a treatment was delayed by at least 20 minutes for many patients. So let's just get the people are like ODing and then like the staff is literally taking care of them before the crowd crush even began. So it's just kind of like the staff that's there to prepare for the crowd crush at this point is just dealing with so many overdoses that like by the time anything like eventful happens they they still can't do shit you know what i mean like it was crazy treatment was delayed by at least 20 minutes for many patients after being declared unconscious while some medics on hire that weren't trained in cpr had to seek out audience members that were having never received promise planning calls from paradox ems director Lactin H, F, D, E, M, S, and P, D were forced to respond on their own after hearing cross traffic on their radios of patrons needing help being misdirected by security from gate to gate upon approval. Scott was said to perform at the first night of Astro World Festival with the countdown timer appearing 30 minutes before his set. Attendees cited by CNN that as the countdown descended, concert goers continued to compress together, making breathing more difficult. Signs of overcrowding were present by 8.40 when an, indie, an intendee shot a video of concert goers trying to escape the crush by climbing over barricades. An EMT told Washington Post he had heard on his radio from the other staff that people were being trampled as early as 9 p.m. He overheard discussions to shut the shut down the concert early, but he did not know why the show continued. He and several colleagues decided it was too dangerous to enter the crush and attempted to help the injured. Scott Scott began performing at nine oh six. So uh, Travis Scott literally performed six minutes after the initial first crowd crush had happened. His his appearance on stage resulted in people pushing toward it, leading to a. Human Crush, a concert goer later told reporters that the crust was so strong, the crowd moved the individual and people and had little control over their bodies. According to Houston Fire Chief Sam Pina, Pina at about 9 p.m., members of the crowd pushed forward, causing a crush near the stage. He said that the crowd also 
surge from the sides. He added that the crush was not caused by obstructed exits, but by issues close to the stage where the crowd was tightly packed. As people began to fall, some were injured, additional panic ensued. One eyewitness told ABC that she saw security guards reinforce crowd control barricades by trying the supporting bars together as they began to buckle under pressure. Another concert goer was 40 feet from the stage told Dallas Station WFAA-TV that when he complained to staff member, he was told, it's a mosh pit. What do you expect? That is the most condescending shit I've ever heard somebody tell, like, anyone. Um, an attendee recounted to Rolling Stone that he witnessed unconscious concert goers being crowd surfed out for safety. Now, that's kind of, video taken at a 9-11 shows fans unable to escape from the area closest to the stage. At 9-12, a tightly packed group of fans began screaming for medical help. At 9.23, some fans began climbing speaker scaffolding to escape the crush. Fans continued screaming and waving to attract Scott's attention at 9.24, but the rapper began his next song. At 9.27, Scott paused and hunched over after a song while the crowd trans Scott Travis, and Scott stood up and walked to the right, pointing off stage, asking for more lights. Meanwhile, some nearby concertgoers were calling out for medical help. Scott then told everyone to make a gesture with their middle fingers because they are ready to rage. Jesus, man. It sounds like right there he could have actually like really helped, but instead did the fucking opposite. At 9.30, Scott noticed an ambulance in the crowd, asked concertgoers to raise both arms. They were okay. Many people complied, so he said, Y'all know what you came to do, Chase B. Let's, let's go. Continuing the concert with his song, Upper Echelon, and telling the crowd that he wanted to hear the ground shake as Scott started starting to sing at 9.34. A woman was filmed climbing a ladder to solicit help from camera operators. A man joined her, voicing the same concern, but another audience member told him that the crowd would take care of it. People are fucking dying. I want to save somebody's life. That's somebody's kid, he responded. At 9.42, Scott stopped performing Skeletons mid-song after noticing an unconscious attendee security team members provided aid and he resumed resumed the performance a video showed an unconscious man being carried from the area at 9:43, a group of concert goers began chatting stop the show but the requests were unheeded just prior to 10 p.m witnesses noted the initial crush seemed to be over but things got chaotic again with the arrival of drake who joined the song Joined on the song Knife Talk during the song, audience members were filmed dancing on the roof of the retrofitted golf cart being used by medical staff. Scott and Drake started the song Sicko Mode at approximately 10.08. So he did Sicko Mode at 10.08 while all this shit's going down, which is only hyping up the crowd even more. Jesus, dude. This is like, this, this is fucking horrible. Before the show closed with the final song Goosebumps, Immediate response. Concert goers recorded staff performing CPR on unconscious attendees as early as 928. As a medical personnel were overwhelmed in triage, audience members attempted to help perform CPR as well. Several people were administered Nyxalin. Petey said most of the fatalities were likely to occur at 930. 
At 9.38, officials declared a mass casualty incident and 17 people were, were transferred to hospitals. According to radio traffic, the HFD dispatched 16 units to NRG Park at 9.38 and the other 12 at 9.53. Houston Police Executive Assistant Chief Larry Satterwhite asked live, the Live Nation promoters to end the event early, which they agreed to do. The event ended at approximately 10.10 to 10.15. The New York Times claimed that the show ended 30 minutes earlier than scheduled. In response to the perceived delay, uh, Chief Finner said, after the consolation with local officials that you cannot just close when you have over 50,000 individuals sighting and worry about possible riots when you have a group that young. Footage from the event shows police officers near the stage pointing their phones at the stage while the performance is going on. Fifteen minutes after the mass casualty event was declared. Victims. Um, eight victims aged 14 to 27 died on the night of the concert. One of the injured, a 22-year-old, was declared brain dead on November 9th. She died the next day. Of the 25 people evacuated local hospitals that night, 11 were in cardiac arrest. As of the next day, 13 remain hospitalized. Two victims remain in critical condition as of November 11th. A nine-year-old in a medically induced coma after being crashed and trampled. And I got to say, um, I know Travis is in the wrong for all this shit happening. But if you're like a parent dropping your nine-year-old kid off at a Travis Scott, Travis Scott concert, like you're pretty fucking immature. Just like it's a, it's a concert. No one's going to watch over your kid at the concert. And it's like, just, it's fucking annoying. And all, more than a 300 people were treated for injuries in the field hospital at the festival. Aftermath, following the crash, the event gained widespread notoriety. A unification center was set up at the Windhelm Houston Hotel for families searching for the relatives. In its first statement of condolences, the next day at roughly 6 a.m. after the Initial casualties were announced. Astro World clarified in a social media post. The second night of the festival on November 6th was canceled. So two days after the crash, a makeshift memorial for the victims was created on a chain link fence outside the festival area with prayer, candles, flowers, and pictures of the deceased and stuffed animals among the items left. A nonprofit group from San Antonio provided therapy dogs at the scene. The Sunday service choir, a American uh, gospel collective led by the rapper and producer Kanye West, partnered with Triller and Revolt TV to hold a free live online worship service in the memorial of and tribute of those that died. Uh, the causes of death are still under investigation as of November 8, being ran by the HPD's Homicide Narcotics Divisions. As of November 9th, the Harris County Institute of Forensics Science had completed autopsies for the eight initial victims. The cause of those deaths are still in, under investigation. A spokesperson for the Harris County Medical Examiner's Office said that the results could take weeks take several weeks. The drug overdoses is being investigated as potential cause of cardiac arrest. Police reported that the security officer allegedly failed 
unconscious after picking a prick to his neck. And he had a puncture, a puncture wound consistent with the injection. It was initially reported by the Wall Street Journal that part of the investigation to the deaths were determined if drugs laced with fentanyl were taken by concertgoers and potentially contributed to the deaths of some. On November 8th, Houston police emphasized that the drugging theory was unconfirmed, while toxicology experts and concert attendees cast doubt upon its validity. On November 9th, Chief Finner confirmed that evidence of the drugs on the festival grounds existed, but it was not clear what those drugs were. And on November 10th, Chief Finner confirmed that the security guard who made the allegations was located and that a story was not consistent with the reporting of injecting drugs, clarifying he was actually stuck in his hand and went unconscious. In the immediate, intermediate, the immediate aftermath of the incident, local homicide and narcotics investigators and representatives for the insurance companies of the defendants OSHA and lawyers of the concert were on the scene. Live Nation and Scoremore LLC said they were working with local authorities and investigators and were inspecting the grounds, and CCTV had been turned over. On November 8th, FBI Director Christopher Way confirmed to ABC News they would be providing some forms of technical assistance to local investigators. On November 9th, FBI Houston Branch spokesperson Brittany Davis clarified their post to assist. But as of November 11th, officials had declined to divulge publicly subsequently whether rather the department had asked for the FBI's aid and accepted the help. Jurisdiction. Several lawyers for the victims and local officials, including Harris County Judge Lena Hildago, Hildago, I don't know what the fuck that is, I'm sorry. We're just going to refer to her as Lena, okay? called for the independent investigation from an outside law firm or other third party citing conflicts of interest. Chief Finner indicated on November 10th that he'd be open to the department's investigation revealed that it was in need. However, subsequent reporting indicated the ability of the county to take action had been greatly Correlated by Finner's announcement of his own investigation. The following week, crowd, crowd management expert and head of LA-based crowd management. Let me get some coffee, man. This is a lot more to read than I fucking thought. Crowd management. Like, all right, back at it. Sorry about that. We had to cut it off. for. So we're just going to put it in the second part. The following week. Crowd management expert and head of LA-based crowd management strategies, Paul Werthammer, who served on the task force following the WHO concert disaster in 1979, said to the Washington Post that only an independent commission would provide a satisfactory analysis. He noted that open seating events with no bleachers or chairs are extremely profitable for the event holders. The owner of the event production and promotion company, 6-1 Live, said that the organizers 
have financial incentive to emit as many patrons as possible and avoid a stop show, where the responsible parties would contact the head of security to cut the music while the problem assessed. Problem was assessed. Amid a conflict over jurisdiction between the city and the county on in, in, in stating additional permitting at the NRG Park post-incident, Mayor Sylvester Turner said he wouldn't wait for the county commissioners to instate changes before taking action on his own. Now, lawsuits. As of November 8, 2021, according to the Houston Chronicle, at least 36 lawsuits, including several class actions, have been filed. According to the, the state legal experts, that number was likely to grow, with total liability likely, likely reaching into the hundreds of millions in cases that would take years to resolve defendants including travis scott and drake as drake joined scott in his headline set concert promoters including live nation entertainment and score more holdings llc venues and management including nrg park asm global nrg energy csc Cactus Jack and Records and Harris County Sports and Convention Corporation and various security firms and producers and promoters, subcontractors and public relations officials, attorneys for the deceased, injured and traumatized fans, stated in a court documents organizers were motivated by profit at concert goers' expense and should have foreseen the potential for disastrous out. out outcome. According to the Certificate of Liability Insurance for NRG Park obtained by TMZ that was filed with the City of Houston, they had $1 million in primary coverage with an umbrella of $25 million. The outlet reported that as of November 9th, there were not any evidence of other coverage and speculated regarding which parties would be held responsible and possibly have to file for bankruptcy if the insurance turns out to be inadequate to pay out all the claims. Reactions. On the incident, on the night of the incident, Senator Ted Cruz described the events as horrific and said that there needed to be more serious and credible and objective investigation. The statement posted to his social media the next day, Scott offered his condolences to those that died offered the support to the local authorities. Later that day, he posted a video response on Instagram, which was pretty horrible. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. That was the worst apology I've ever seen. It made some YouTubers' apologies look better, which many out outlets quickly criticized for per being perceived um, as insincere. The video's black and white filter and his uh, physicality, among other factors, caused the video to go viral, being mocked, and parodied it as a meme. Also on the day, Kylie Jenner, Scott's girlfriend who attended the show, released a statement indicating they were unaware of the fatality until afterwards and added that had they known, they would have not continued filming or performing. Apple Music, who live-streamed the event, deleted their social media posts related to the festival and issued a statement commemorating the victims. The day Texas Governor Greg about said, what happened at Astro World last night was tragic, and our hearts are th with those who lost their lives and those who were injured in the terrifying crowd surge. 
On November 10th, he announced the formation of a task force that would begin the work of creating safety standards and guidelines for future events of this type. Live Nation in a statement said, Our entire team is mourning alongside the community. They were working on ways to support attendees, the families of victims, and the staff, and the mental health counseling, and help with the hospital costs for the victims, their loved ones, promising refunds to all concert paying goers. Scott released another statement on November 8th, in- indicating he would cover the cost for the funerals for those killed at the festival and then partnering, partnering with the Nation Alliance on Mental Health and two other mental health organizations to help those infected by the incident. Drake released his first statement that day, voicing similar sentiments. Brody also reported Scott had canceled his headlining appearance at Day in Vegas Festival, slated for the November 13th in Las Vegas, Nevada. American rap, rapper Rowdy Rich and American singer and songwriter and producer Torwa Wamoy both announced they would be donating their net compensation for performing at the event to the victims' families. Preparedness. Uh, questions arose in the press, rather. The proper protocol was followed in identifying suspects, deceased victims over the radio. Um, an official with Paradox, the private medical provider at the show disputed the New York Times that the medical facilities were understaffed and overcrowded already at 8 p.m. The trial attorney with past experience in crowd crush case commented the Houston Chronicle that Live Nation likely had not hired a crowd control expert or partioned the venue correctly. Uh, During the show, um, Chief Chief Pena Panay told the New York Times that he felt Scott and the organizers were the people responsible to stop the show, explaining that one person who can call for and get a tactical pause when something goes wrong is that performer, clarifying would have been helpful if the person with the mic had said, hey, shut this thing down, turn on the lights until this thing gets corrected. Videos of other concerts being paused by such artists as Kurt Cobain, Adele, David Grohl, Rihanna, ASAP Rocky, Chris Martin, and Mike Shinoda, Little Pump, and Kendrick Lamar to address safety concerns and medical emergencies soon went viral in response to the incident. So pretty much this video is showing what Travis Scott should have done. Uh, in Facebook posts made during the event, or immediately after the event, security director for CSC, Jason Huckberry, posted criticisms of the Festival attending saying it was sad that all these kids inside died and others are still in the hospital because this generation has no value in other people's lives. His guards tried to stop waves of dumbasses from breaking down fences and trying to get in, adding, a lot of those idiots were from 15 to 22 in age. Anonymous sources allegedly close to Scott and Drake told TMZ that neither performer could hear pleas to stop the concert while the show was in progress and knew anything was about the severity of the situation until long after they left the venue neither the police nor the organizations informed them they heard about it and later at a after party at local dave and busters scott immediately left the party after hearing the news in my opinion i think that uh travis scott could have handled this a lot better and but i think that like 
everyone placing the blame on him is kind of at fault. Like, Live Nation should have hired more people to kind of, like, take care of the crowd. But, like, um, there was definitely some points that Travis Scott could have realized that shit was wrong. And he could have easily told that the crowd that they need to space out a little bit. Like, I saw Playboy Cardi be like, before we get the show going, I'm going to need y'all to space up and back up real quick. You know, not saying, like, we need to make this place have a fucking earthquake. Would have probably helped the situation a lot more. But do I think Travis Scott is completely responsible? No. Do I think most of the crowd attendees are responsible for it? Kinda. Um, I think it's a little bit of everyone. And I think if you're in a crowd or at a concert, you need to kind of just back up and not try to rush the stage. And I think that, like, as society, we need to stop, like, wowing out so hard at these concerts. Because, like... If everyone would have just been a little hyped and not, like, pushed forward so hard, this easily could have been avoided. Um, but one of the things I've learned from this is you never want to be in the middle at a concert. You always want to be on the edges. So I think the setup of the concert was what screwed it up, and I think Travis Scott could have handled it so much better. But I wouldn't say it's all his fucking problem. Like, he fucked up, but other people fucked up, and it's just a bad combination of all these things. But um, I'd like to hear what you think. You can at me on uh, Twitter. I've seen some of the videos. The videos are fucking crazy. There's one of Travis Scott giving the dude a eulogy as he's being carried out. Like, a lot of stuff, like, looks bad for Travis Scott. And, like, there's a lot of conspiracies about it. Which, like, they think that, like, it was a soul-stealing event and shit. But, like, I think it's just kind of, like, a big fuck-up from everyone that was there. It just, you know... But yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about going to concerts after this shit. But yeah, um, shout out Jayless, shout out Play Asia, shout out Creepy Co. Uh, be sure to hit my affiliate links, and I should be doing more of these. But yeah, I'm gonna try to drop more shit on my podcast. I promise y'all, I've been slacking all year. But yeah, we gonna drop some bangers. <laughs>